Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hi, welcome to the Flourish Podcast. This is Penny. I want to share some points that I have from a little message I put together quite a few years ago, and I entitled it, The Six A's of Influence. And obviously, God wants us to influence people. He wants us to influence them with his love, with his character, with his nature. People need encouraged, people need positive influence in their life. And part of being a Christian is obviously not just about receiving the favor and blessing of God and living under his smile and and his goodness, but it's also to share that with other people. And that's what I mean by influence. Influence means to flow into. It's an ability or power to affect, to modify, to sway, or produce an effect. And obviously, the effect that I would like to produce on people's lives is for them to see more of what God looks like, perhaps through me, and to feel strengthened, to feel like somebody cares about them, to feel like there's someone alongside them to help. So I think, too, some of us are in positions where we automatically have a place of influence. And when God puts us in that place, it's for a reason, and He wants us to demonstrate himself, who he is to others. So, do you want to use your influence? Do you want something to flow from you to other people? Isaiah 61, 1-4 is obviously one of my favorite sections of Scripture. I refer to it a lot because it means a lot to me. And from that section of Scripture... I've written down six simple relational dynamics or actions that create a vehicle for influence. So I'm going to briefly read that portion to you. It starts off, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives, and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. So they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Then they will rebuild the ancient ruins. They will raise up former devastations, and they will repair the ruined cities and desolations of many generations. Now, I call that influence. When we, number one, receive that from God, we're obviously receiving incredible influence that changes our entire life when we walk through those first three verses with the Lord and allow him to do those things in our life. And then we, in turn, can share that influence with others. So I'm going to start working through these A's, and we'll see how far we get each week. The first one 
is attention. Attention. You cannot bind up brokenhearted people or comfort people who mourn if you're not cognizant of anything about their lives, if they're not on your radar at all. There is a definitive investment involved in influencing people. And, you know, obviously, we're not going to be able to make that investment in everyone we know. We're not going to be able to spend time one-on-one with everyone we come in contact or everyone in our sphere or in our church. But it's important if we're looking to deposit something into someone to, what's the word mean? Affect, modify, or produce an effect. If we're looking, if we're seeing someone, say, for instance, who's hurting or is struggling, and we want to be able to help perhaps them modify their situation, it's going to require an investment. They have to be on our radar. We have to take time to notice them, to give them attention. Um, The motto at our former church was passion for God, compassion for people. And when you have compassion for people, that goes hand in hand with showing them attention. We don't just have that in some vague... um, what's the word, mystical place where it doesn't have any tangible effect. But when we give our attention to people for specific situations and needs, we can influence them. So maybe just some practical little things. Begin to notice people. Take time, no matter where you're at, whether it's at work or at home, with your family, or at church and slow down enough to notice people, to give God an opportunity to whisper in your ear, hey, I want you to do something for them. I want you to help them. I want you to encourage them. I want you to influence them. Talk to people. Take time. Be willing to step out of our little zone sometimes and be open to opportunities to touch another person's life. Pay attention, greet people, be warm, be friendly with people. Don't allow excuses for ourselves saying, oh, I'm just kind of intimidated, I'm shy, I'm not an outgoing person, uh, people make me uncomfortable. Hey, we're, we're Christians, we're representing Christ. And he wasn't shy, he wasn't timid around people. He wasn't, didn't have a wall up that said, oh, I I can't really talk to people. I can't really relate closely to people because I'm shy or I'm backward or I've had too much pain in my life. We have to push beyond that. We have to let Isaiah 61, one through three work in our own lives so that we can be free, that our brokenheartedness can be bound up so then we can touch other people's lives. We can influence them. Have people in your home sometimes. Open up your home. Be hospitable. You don't have to make a big meal. You don't have to um, have a perfect house or a gorgeous house or anything else. Just open your home because you're opening your heart. Uh, Maybe visit people or send them cards. Pay attention to people. Ask God who he wants you to pay attention to. Take time with people. One thing I notice a good bit is that there can be a challenge in uh, the general population 
I think at times, with being really good listeners. It's kind of a lost art. And listening, again, takes time. It takes an investment. It takes not being distracted with your phone or with somebody else in the room or with the television or with a job you have to do. It means sitting there, looking into someone's eyes and actually hearing, looking to hear what they're saying, not thinking about, well, what am I going to answer? Or, 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 you know, feeling defensive or feeling awkward, but just actually processing, hearing their heart and what they are saying. Learn how to be a good listener. I mean, this might be a little challenging question for some people, but do you talk way more than you listen when you're with someone? Or have you practiced and learned the art of being a good listener? That's one of the things that make people feel the most cared for and the most loved is when someone sits down with them or stands in a room with them or is on the phone with them and knows how to listen knows how to hear. Sometimes you're not going to have a, a great answer or a great solution for their situation. Maybe you just need to listen and process. And maybe they just need to share their heart with someone. And maybe in that process, God will touch them and show them a solution. But learn how to listen. Like that person is the only person in the room. Be among them like Jesus was among them. Jesus spent time with people. He didn't hide away in his home or his church or, or any place else. He was among people. He spent his time on the earth around people very purposefully bear, with, a, with a, a plan in mind of influence. He wasn't just, hey, I'm just going to see who I want to hang out with today. He had purpose in mind. He was looking to influence I have a little saying that, that I put down to go with each one of these A's. And this one would be, you can't impart without giving your heart. And you can't give your heart unless you pay attention, unless you touch someone's life, life with your heart, with your intention, with your interest, unless they matter to you. So, a number one would be take time and give attention where we should give attention. Sometimes even with our own kids, we're just so busy. Sometimes even with little kids, we're so busy with so many things. And now with all this phone distraction and uh, technology distraction, it's hard to just pay attention to our own kids and little kids desperately need that, and our adult kids need that also. They need someone to care about them, to care about their problems, to care about their life, to care about their struggles, to care about who they are by just showing them attention. So if I could challenge you or encourage you today, it would be to ask you to consider how can I influence people even in a better way? Start in your own home with your own family. That's where it all starts anyway. How can I influence and touch my children for good? How can I really give them my attention in a way that's appropriate and healthy and wise and purposeful? You can't impart without giving your heart. <laughs> 
So let's give our heart to people around us today. Let's let's ask the Lord who he wants us to really give our heart to and to influence at this season in our life. Thank you for being with me today. I'll see you next time. Love you. Thanks for listening to the Flourish Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.